five relationship red flags you should never ignore. In this video, you will find out what to pay attention to, what to take serious when you're dating a man and when to get out. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd with Magnetize Your Man and together with my husband Brody, we've been helping thousands of successful women all over the world to get the loving, long-term and committed relationship they desire fast. So let's go ahead and dive right in. The first relationship red flag in a man you should never ignore is he is being too nice. Now this can of course be a trap because you may think, wow, I just dated this abuser. I just dated this like narcissist, this, you know, or this alcoholic or whatever the case may be, but something where you were really giving all of your power away. And here is Mr. Nice Guy and you feel so safe and you feel so taken care of, but beware because if he is too nice, it's going to backfire. Why? Well, if he goes into the people pleaser range, which you may know from yourself, if you give too much, at some point you get resentful. Why? Well, because you actually don't get back what you secretly hope you're going to get back. So this man is not just going to give you his attention, his love, his compliments for no reason. He gives that to you because he needs your approval. Now, this, of course, leads then to a codependent relationship, a dynamic that you certainly don't want long term because it's just going to crash and burn. Now, why is that actually? Let's talk about it. It's because when you're in an argument, let's say, you are both not resourced. So if you actually secretly want approval from him and he wants approval from you, that means you're both not self-resourced. And because of that, you're looking up to the other person to solve the situation, to be the loving person, to be the compassionate person. But in the moment of breakdown, on a moment of collapse, you can't do that. And then you end up blaming each other and being mad at each other because you can't be there for each other the way you want to be there for each other. Now, you may hear this and you're like, wow, that's exactly what I did in my last relationship. And I didn't know what was going on. So if the man is too nice, you want to be mindful. Is this actually, is he in general nice or not? Now, how do you make that distinction? Let me give you a tip. And this actually comes from one of my clients who's now happily engaged. So wonderful congratulations to that. And so, uh, which was that? First, we were like, well, this did she attract a nice guy, right? Because he was doing everything for her. He remembered like all the anniversaries. He was doing everything for her in her house. But then came the test because he did something that she didn't want him to do. And she told him about it. And what I loved about him, what proved to me that he's not a nice guy, right, Mr. Nice Guy, is that he held his ground. And I think in that moment, she really realized like she's going to get married to him because she realized she also respects him. What normally happens when you date Mr. Nice Guy is you're not, you're not really re respecting him because you kind of feel like he doesn't really have a life or he's not really holding his own. He's, he doesn't have opinions. He's like, oh, whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, you know, like he doesn't really have an opinion, whatever feels comfortable for you. So be aware of that. The next relationship red flag in a man you want to look out for 
is sarcasm. Now, you may be wondering, oh, it's just his, that's just what he does. He just kind of makes fun. He just kind of makes slightly condescending comments. And look, I actually experienced this myself when I was dating this guy before I met my husband Brody. And he was constantly sort of making sarcastic comments. Now, what I didn't know at the time was that that was actually very much pointing to being emotionally unavailable. Now, why is that? Well, because technically he makes fun of himself. He makes fun of his emotions, particularly when you're sarcastic, right? You, you may even remember like a conversation maybe with a, with a sarcastic girlfriend and you know, she, she may be, you know, you may be saying, hey, I'm going out on a date tonight. And your friend may be saying, yeah, well, have fun, right? Like just rolling her eyes, right? Totally being sarcastic because she's already like saying, well, there's no good men out there. And why she's saying this is because she got, of course, disappointed. She got hurt. She got, you know, potentially abused. Who knows? But she's like so sarcastic. She's like closing herself off to her emotions. So if you date a man who is sarcastic, that could be a problem later on because he may not be emotionally available to you. And you may have already realized that right now. Now, what I love about this particular point is you can identify it early. So for example, when you online date, you can already see, is this man sort of making sarcastic comments? And you're like, well, that wasn't appropriate to say. And he's like, oh, I, I was just joking. It was just, you know, it was just, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And, you know, you're just like, wait a minute, is he doing this on a more regular basis? Then maybe it may be time to move on. The next relationship red flag in a man you should never ignore is stonewalling. Um, gosh, where do I even start with this one? Nothing is worse than you expressing your emotions and he, he just doesn't say anything. He just crosses his arms. He's like, well, whatever, you know, like you have your emotions and, you know, who cares? And why is that so painful? Think about it this way. In your childhood, when you were little, four or five years old, and let's say you were expressing your emotions. So you wanted to have affection from your parents and they were not giving it to you. Maybe they were dismissive. Maybe they were rolling their eyes. Now, I particularly remember when I wanted to have attention from my mom and she would say, Stör mich nicht, which means in German, don't bother me, and rolled over to the other side, right? So there was like this dismissiveness when I wanted to have affection, when I wanted to get a hug or when I wanted to hear like, I love you. And because of that, it made me feel lost. Uh, to be honest, I felt confused. I felt of course, I felt disappointed and sad, but I also felt, wait a minute, uh, this is my mother and I should, like, she should, like, respond in a loving way because I'm her baby and, mind you, that was, I was only 18 months old then, um, so I wasn't even four or five years old. But what happened in that moment is my nervous system shifted because, look, your nervous system can't be what I call free fall. It, it, there would be so aggravating to your nervous system if you were in a free fall, if you would be like in constant levels of confusion because you wouldn't be able to function. So you need to make a new decision. In that moment, you need to create a new belief for yourself. So you could say, well, my new belief is the world is not safe. 
or my new belief is my my needs don't matter and then because of that you attract men into your life who are emotionally unavailable or who are like emotionally stonewalling you right and when they, they do that it's so um, damaging because you already have experienced that in your childhood and it's almost like saying it's fortifying it's strengthening the belief see I'm right my voice doesn't matter my needs don't matter he's just like uh, he's strengthening that belief as well that's why you want to get out of this now before you do that though you want to also learn how to heal that particular reaction that you have in that moment right why did you even attract this stonewalling guy in the first place and that's of course because there's a strong belief inside of you so you want to learn how to actually shift that belief inside of yourself in order to attract a healthy relationship into your life or potentially a new dynamic in your existing one the next relationship red flag in a man you should never ignore is he is simply not honoring your boundaries now this is particularly true when you're dating narcissists why well narcissists are naturally invasive but they like boundaries like what's that like pff, I don't I don't really care I don't even hear what you just said I'm just gonna go what I want to know right so you may have experienced you're saying well can you please not call me after 10 p.m. or maybe you had you said I have to get off the phone after this time or maybe you said hey can you please not come to my house um, at a certain time or at a certain day because I'm busy or whatever the case may be and in that moment though the man is doing it anyways as a matter of fact I even heard a story where the man uh, walked through the garage into the house which is of course so it's such a perfect metaphor because he's walking into your emotional house as well he's invading not only your physical space but also your emotional space now why would that be happening so we're also going to be talking a little bit for a moment today why would you even have this red flag in the first place um, and that is of course you probably have had an invasive parent in your life so oftentimes it's like a narcissistic parent or someone who has like borderline personalities could be uh, an abusive alcoholic right something along those lines where your parents weren't honoring your boundaries maybe you're they were breaking in your diary like look I actually personally experienced that with my dad by the way how do you know that your parents broke into your diary well my dad knew what I had written in my diary on that particular day and there was no way he could know that unless he's uh, he can read minds <laughs> you know so I just um, so what was really interesting was I had written in that journal why I was a particular match to this man and um, you know why, why I think you know he was a great guy and then my dad went the extra mile it's kind of funny almost right it's almost kind of funny and he found out what zodiac sign this particular man was and then he bought this like book and he opened it to the page that said that my zodiac sign and his zodiac sign meaning this guy's that I was seeing uh, were not a match right so this is crazy but that's how far things can go so now if you come from some background 
like that. And you may be like, are you kidding me? Is this a real story? It's actually a real story. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Um, you have to think about what does a person even have to go through to get to that point. I mean, it's a creative thinking. I love it. You know, I think like apply it in business, apply it in your own life, right? Like it's actually like a brilliant way of thinking. But of course, like it, it didn't exactly lead to me trusting my dad more, you know. Um, and then, of course, because of that, I was also attracting men into my life who I couldn't really trust. So, well, by the way, I don't think I've ever shared the story publicly before. So this is like the first time. So let me know in the comment section if something like that happened to you. But to get back to honoring the boundaries. So what you want to learn is to set boundaries, to get over your fear, to feel guilty, to feel like, who am I to set boundaries? Or going back to like, your voice doesn't matter, or that you may be belittled, or you may be made fun of when you set the boundaries, or you may lose the man, right? So helping you with that, like breaking through that fear of setting boundaries. And the next relationship red flag in a man you should never ignore is emotional pendulum swings. Well, you may already take a deep breath right now because you may remember a relationship that you had where the man was swinging from being really sad and, and, and you know, not knowing what to do and being in total collapse. I call it the little boy collapse. Um, as a matter of fact, my husband worked with men for 10 years on particular dose archetypes, or he may be not like the, the rage monster, the wild man, or out of the sudden, he's like the sweetest pie. And look, of course, we all have those parts inside of us. So I'm saying extreme emotional swings. So you, when you have experienced that, you may like stop breathing right now. Why? Well, because it was so draining to you. It, it, it didn't feel safe. It didn't feel it didn't feel comfortable to say the least. It may felt like an attack on your nervous system, right? So um, when that occurs, like for one, you don't feel safe. Why? Well, because you can't predict how is the other person going to feel. And you know what that could lead to is you walking on eggshells. And so you start to dim your light more and more. You express yourself less and less you trust yourself less and less because you don't know what are you gonna, what's gonna happen today when you come home? What's gonna happen on this day today? What's gonna happen on this phone call with this particular man? Is he gonna be in a good mood? Is he gonna be in a bad mood? And like imagine not being able to predict that. Now, kids who grow up in a household like that, they actually develop an anxious and an avoidant aspect to their attachment style. And the reason why is because they want to, of course, please that particular um, parent. But on the other hand, they want to get out of the way because they don't know if they're going to be the target of the next attack. So imagine that. I mean, that's exactly also, by the way, what I went through with my mom. Now, the other piece that can happen when on top of that, you were the rescuer. We, you are the savior. Maybe everything was going to crap in your family. And you said, don't worry, I'm going to save the day. And you're proud of yourself. Maybe you got even um, complimented by your family, by your parents for saving the day, which is, of course, the worst thing that could happen because it sets you up for a completely codependent, other-focused, one-sided relationship. Then that's exactly what you're going to experience 
with this particular man was to this extreme emotional pendulum swings. And the reason why I say that is because that is a clear indication that this man in that moment is not able to parent himself. So what happens is when one person in a relationship is not able to parent themselves, guess what? The other person will step up and become the parent. This is, of course, highly dysfunctional. It's going to be so dissatisfying to you. It's also going to kill polarity in the relationship for so many different reasons why that's a red flag. So the first um, way here to break out of this for yourself is actually learning to rescue yourself, save yourself, really telling your man, look, I can't rescue you. I can't rescue you. I can save you. I need to rescue and save myself. So as you can see, you see that a lot of those different points that we talked about today can lead to unhealthy, dysfunctional, codependent patterns that leave you at the end of the day frustrated, lonely, right? Feeling um, disappointed that your man is not stepping up to the plate. However, we also talked about what are sort of the first steps that you can take to break out of that. Next, if you haven't yet already, take my free love quiz and ritual coaching session to get the loving, committed, and long-term relationship you desire fast without frustration, loneliness, or wasting any more time with attracting emotionally unavailable men by simply hopping over to getlovequiz.com or you can also click in a comment or the description section below. I had so much fun. Hope that helped. Lots of love. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.